2: Back to the Ryan Kelly morning after on KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Bye. My lemons tied is my but hair I
0: in
3: place. Have oh. I got a cute oh. expression on my Shine. I'll try to keep in line when I'm dancing
0: in the show tonight. <laughs> There's Welcome back, I'm Brian Kelly. Morning
3: O'Brien. after Maggie O'Brien's, O'Brien's, O'Brien. O'Brien's O'Brien. O'Brien. 9 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCurron, Douglas Selvin, Vaughn, the Plowhawk Action Jackson. Uh, replacing Ken Strode, uh, I think he was uh, fired with cause for the Explorer mm. segment, is Mark Hanna, who thought he would leave uh, finance for HD2 Radio. Good good choice. Um, we'll debate the choice later right. because on the
1: heels of that last segment I'm not feeling a lot of pride being in the you studio. Oh, you're canceling the
3: advertising campaign. Oh, I 40. never
4: said that. <laughs> you down on Lewis and Clark as well as the other fellows? <laughs>
3: Thank you, Magellan. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Magellan sailed up the mighty Mississippi he to discover St. Louis? He
4: did not. I think he was the first to go all the way around the world, right?
3: But he stopped at the River to
4: Pair.
1: He, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. His crew made it. He died. Oh, oh he is made? that right? I Fun facts so. for no
3: intel. Well,
1: I could be wrong about that, but mm-hmm. if only I wow. had a device in my pocket, I could look such There's thing no well. way to know. It's not available. To Jeremy Rutherford might Pepper know. He's Genie.
3: sponsored by uh, Mark Hanna, who is right here at 314-889-0503. Or go online at evergreenstl.com. JR, you have any Magellan information?
2: I don't but I'm just I want to apologize for bringing down the show here because uh, I flip you guys on the YouTube and uh, you're talking about Ferdinand Magellan and laughing and now we're going to take two-part questions about Harold Snips so I just oh. apologize. <laughs> for I Miss Harold bring, bring the show down here.
4: <laughs>
1: my first question regarding Harold Snips. Yeah. <laughs> if he were in the league today would he have hair plugs?
2: Nice question. Oh my goodness. It's a great I don't, question. It's, wow. It's a great question. Uh I I don't think so cuz I think he wore that thing with pride, right? That chrome dome. And that mustache, Doug. He came over in the no uh, Canucks uh, deal.
4: He looked like Snidely Whiplash. Remember that cartoon character? Never mind, I'm old. <laughs> what about your business. And,
1: Thanks, Magellan.
2: And Mark, and Mark, if he didn't roll like that, we probably wouldn't be talking about him right now, right? The reason we're talking about him is that look.
1: I, he should go on the Mount Rushmore of great hockey looks of all time. <laughs> Lanny McDonald, Harold Sneps. I'll leave
3: the last two. Look open at uh, look at the picture. The first image of him coming up. Not only oh. do you have oh. that, but that's that, that famous Vancouver Canucks sweater with the uh, yellow, I guess that was red, yeah. I don't know if it was city red, and then black in the shape of a V. City red. Oh,
4: for Vancouver.
3: <laughs> the city red situation mm. has become a hot topic on the show also, much like the explorers taking the high hard one in the 8 o'clock hour. We're not afraid to tackle any topic.
4: No. A lot of other stations shy away from that kind of chit-chat, yep.
1: not us. Yep. Is it awkward if I admit that I'm wearing city red underwear today? Oh, Bill. Oh, my, oh, my goodness. goodness. You mean pink. <laughs> Says you.
4: (laughs) Where'd you get it? Uh, I got it down at the team store. They're showing U-Trow at the team store. I'm nice. just making this up as I go, Doug. Oh, yeah,
3: that's kind of welcome a, to the show. That's mm. the bailiwick for that particular <laughs> chair in the studio. <laughs> uh, your questions uh, regarding the uh, Blues are it, welcome uh, for Jimmy Rutherford three one four eight eight one TMA five two. Parters are welcome. Jr, I cut you off. I apologize.
2: No, guys. I'm sorry, Tim. Your show. Hey, is it? I, I never thought I'd come on and ask you about your underwear, uh, but is it uh, just red, or does it have some city logo on it, or what's it look like? Oh, nice it's got a lovely
1: logo across the rear. Oh, oh Bill, Bill. Things. Yep, I want to see that text line. Yep. Uh-oh. Some stripes on the side pointing Uh-oh. towards the middle. Mm-hmm.
2: Do they have four X? I might run down there today. Oh, you're
4: <laughs> yeah, wearing four X now.
2: Wonderful. This show has gotten naughty and I like it. I like it.
3: Uh JR, uh the blues are coming. Trala, trala.
2: Uh, just get that cup out. It's a uh, dollar for serious blues questions. So we're, we're just, where's that one going?
4: Okay.
2: I actually do have a serious
1: blues question. All right, here we go. Yep, and we're back on Trade Talk because I personally am of the belief that more will come. Love the article on Barbashev that was up today. Thank um, you. Seems like first-rounders, second-rounders are really going to be the what's coming back maybe some prospects and I guess I'm curious if you have any sense for what the potential is what what could one expect what's a reasonable expectation of a career of somebody who would be a mid to late first rounder are are the blues is there any chance that these are going to turn out to be great players or are they going to be run-of-the-mill I'm curious to know what the what the expectation could be of what's coming back this way
2: yeah, Mark, first of all, you are a uh, paid-up. You're a sponsor, so this is a freebie here. So uh, <laughs> There it is. It comes with the deal. <laughs> I, it, it is a great question because uh, late first-rounders, and that's likely where it's going to be if you're getting a first-round pick from a contender like the Blues did get from the New York Rangers. That's either going to be a pick from the Rangers or it's going to be the, the pick that the Rangers acquired from the Dallas Stars. Could, so you could be looking anywhere from 25 to 32. And, you know, you go back over the years – with some of the the guys that were drafted in that spot, you got a Patrick Berglund, you got a David Perron, uh, but you also got like a Dominic Bach, who the Blues ended up trading to Carolina in the Justin Falk trade. So it really is hit or miss, but the Blues have done a pretty good job in that 25 to, to 30 range. Uh, Jordan Cairo, I think, was what, 32, 33, somewhere in there. Uh, so they've done pretty good with that. So I, I think there is a, a possibility to get a player who could come in and contribute for, for several years, and that's why I think that, a lot of people don't want to trade an Ivan Barbashev, just like you didn't want to trade a Brian Elliott back at the time, but he turned into Jordan Cairo. You know, you could flip Barbashev into somebody who we're talking about in three or four years. Uh, what likelihood would you put it at this
3: point? Because we enjoy percentages on this show. No. That, <laughs> yeah, we really like probability and percentages and explorers that both Barbashev and O'Reilly are traded
2: yeah, so you're putting the two in, in the same question here. Um, I I would say probably sixty percent wow. that they're both traded. I, I, well, probably sixty, but you know, part of me wants to put that number down a little bit just because I still think there's a chance that they re-sign O'Reilly. Uh, but if you're just in, if you're just including Barbaschef, yeah, I think it's pretty high because, like Mark said, they're they're talking first and second round picks in exchange for uh, Barbaschef. There's a lot of interest in them, like I wrote today, and. And I think that if you're the Blues, there's no way that you pass up on that. Especially here's a guy making 2.25 million, and if he goes to the market or doesn't want to sign with you now and wants to, to test free agency, he's going to be a guy that's four, four and a half, maybe even five million dollars. So I think they're going to have to to move him. So yeah, to go back, if you're going to bundle it up, you know, like the cable product with uh, with O'Reilly, I think it it puts the percentage down a little bit. Uh, but I think just barbershop, it, it's going to be higher.
3: Jamie Rutherford with us, presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, who joins us, for those of you watching on YouTube. Mark Hanna, 314 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Has your opinion on the likelihood of O'Reilly getting traded uh, been changed over the last few weeks? You had the story in which you talked with uh, the Blues captain, on the athletic uh, a few weeks ago jr in other words do you see it becoming more likely in the last few weeks that he sticks around beyond the trade deadline
2: i wouldn't say more likely i'd I'd say about the same and and believe me like uh, i told you guys a couple weeks ago when you're sitting in the chair across from him and he says there's been preliminary dialogue on a contract extension you know it kind of you know, floored me a little bit uh, because I just assumed that that they were gonna move him um, so ever since then you know made a few phone calls and and the people I talked to uh, you know kind of throw caution at the idea of of trading him I still think there's a really good chance that it could happen we sat there in the press box last night there's 16 scouts and you're looking at all the teams who should be interested in Orion O'Reilly you know like a Toronto and some of those other teams so I still think there's a, a decent chance but Um, You know, I've I've maintained that uh, he could be re-signed, but I don't think that my percentage on that has changed any uh, in the last couple weeks. You know, just these conversations from the past three or four days ago, people saying that uh, there's still mutual interest on both sides to bring Ryan O'Reilly back.
1: I grew up on sports open line, so hypothetical trade talk oh, no, no this blood. is your favorite I love trade me too Uh-oh, here
2: comes a 12 for two <laughs> 12 for two i could fashion <laughs> one
1: with five teams it would be fascinating <laughs> it's like on nhl 93 um are there any dark horses that we're not talking about that have the potential to be dealt that could add value to a contender a letty or perunovich or somebody that isn't on the radar right now
2: yeah, uh, first of all, if we're doing Sports Open Line, we have to have the news break in and do murder on the South Side. No, I guess you're guy, Bob. <laughs> <is> <laughs> <dead>. I'm Bob <laughs> Hamilton. And <Mark's> radio news. <laughs> it was Bob Hamilton. <laughs> so, no, everybody grew up on the old Sports Open Line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, Mark, yeah, in terms of under the radar, I think that uh, it's the usual su- suspects. Uh, but you know, Doug Armstrong always has something up his sleeve. I can't imagine though, that it'd be a guy like a I know you just use him as an example, but you know, he's a guy who's coming back from this third injury. It's a shoulder injury should be back soon. He's getting a conditioning stint uh, down in Springfield. Uh, but any move, I think that entails a guy with, Term with uh, contract left, I think, would be this uh, summer. I think uh, Doug right now is focused on these UFAs and what he's going to do with them. It's not to say that one of these guys that you aren't hearing about won't get traded before this deadline, but I think by and large uh, it it would be this summer to to hear about anybody else.
1: Somebody would have to come hunting for them rather than being offered up, I would think.
2: Yeah, I would think so. And, you know, the Blues are in a precarious position here. And, you know, what does Doug want to do with the roster? How is he going to reshape it? There's just so many. Things that you have to address, and, and right now he's got to do the right thing with the O'Reillys and the Barbara Chefs and you know those, those other things. If somebody calls and says, Hey, we'll take an O'Reilly, but we want you to throw this guy with two years on his deal left, you know, in the in the trade, also, then yeah, you think about it. But I think right now uh, his focus is these guys.
4: They've won two in a row now, they're, they're still eight points out of the wild card. How many in a row would they have to win before they say, Wait a minute, maybe we have a, still have a shot, or have they just cast uh, it? In?
2: Yeah, I think they'd have to win twenty nine in a row. Oh, twenty nine. 29. Uh, uh, yeah, left in the so yeah, if they could get somehow get on a twenty nine game, well, I guess it'd be the twenty nine plus these two, so it would be a thirty one game winning streak. But mm. no, they're still they're still what uh, seven points behind Minnesota in that wild card race. And you know how many times over the years, not just with the Blues but other teams, you watch these and so many three point games down the stretch, like you can go eight and two and gain one point in the standing. So even though it, it only looks like seven, uh, it is pretty uh, tough to to get that ground back. And, you know, like we've been saying, which who, who's going to be on the roster come March 3rd? You know, look, last night you lost uh, two guys again, Krug and, and Saad. Are they going to be available uh, Thursday night against New Jersey? So, you know, I think the Blues are where they are. And, you know, in terms of winning, uh, how many games in a row is it going to take to change things? Uh, I think it's going to be a lot.
3: Uh, we've got a two-parter here. Jr. or Lee Stempniak or Christian Backman on Army's shortlist. Huh. A filler player since half the league is currently scouting our team like we're the Miami Marlins in June. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I talked to uh, Lee Stempniak a couple months ago, and he was up to 12 teams, and he figured that was his limit, so he'd stop there. At, Didn't they get Alex Steen teams. for him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. That was a good trade. Yeah, I would uh, say. Carlo Koliakobo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at you, Mark. Look at you. Uh, Alex Steen and Carlo Koliakobo for, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Lee Stepniak for Carlo Koliakobo and, and uh, Alex Steen. So that was a great trade by Larry Plo back in the day. And, and Steen uh, became a player who uh, you know could be in that Blues Hall of Fame one day. So real good trade. But yeah. And then as far as Christian Backman, one of the more quiet guys you ever met. I remember, I think, when he was drafted. Uh, hey, Christian, when, uh, when do you think you'd be here in St. Louis and, and playing in the NHL? Oh, well, give me give me like five years. Give me like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Eternal optimist. <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, this one's from KG in O-Town. He and Iggy are sideways. Uh, one part question, JR. If you had bet someone $100 that the Blues would trade Tarasenko... Would you expect them to pay the debt, or would it be okay for them to just tell you it's none of your business uh-huh. why they won't pay? <laughs> <laughs> <and> o- First
2: of <laughs> all, is it a good sign that I'm, I'm listening to the show so much that when I hear a name of a texter, I'm starting to know the reputation and what <laughs> this person's probably going to say?
1: Not good. It's <laughs> Not a slippery good. slope, my man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere to go but down from, from here. here. <laughs> yes, I'm a man that says uh, pay your debt. If you bet $100 and you lost the bet, you should uh, you should find that uh benjamin
3: yeah uh, ken is uh ken withdrew from the field and uh we're just gonna let that one fly at this point uh let's see a million questions are coming in mostly however involving blues who played in the 1990s doug mm. uh not too many uh text um, name harry york <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> i see harry the cabellini brothers and bob Basson, and this one uh, let's see is panger as cute in person as he is that's super a good question. Hot, super
2: hot yeah it's yeah, a real good guy. Hey, let's, let's do this. Let's do rapid fire and let's give away a Stanley Cup uh, book to whatever one you guys pick is the best one.
3: Oh, wow. All right. I'm just going to read them and you guys go. Uh, hey, Jr., what are your thoughts about a three player deal for the Cavalini brothers and Bob Bassin for Ryan O'Reilly? Uh, hey, Jr., do you think Scott Mellonby has the best nose in hockey and do you expect the Chiefs reaction to your Valentine's Day question yesterday? Thanks. Was that your question? <laughs>
2: No, it was Jim Thomas. He started off the press conference asking if Chief was a uh, Valentine's Valentine's Day guy. And he said, uh, if you can picture Chief there, if you've seen the video, he goes, nope. Nope." (laughs) And then they said, did you get your gal anything? And he goes, yeah, I gave her something, but that's another made-up holiday.
3: That was my favorite quote of the whole thing. That's how the press conference started last night. I like that.
2: It was great. Yeah, then, unfortunately, we had to talk about the game.
3: <laughs> uh, JR, would an energy guy like Ian or Brett Hedekin, for defensive depth make sense in the offseason? I think they're free agents. Also, who is your favorite explorer? That's from Mitch. Lannister always pays. Their debts come, <laughs> Uh
2: Well, probably uh, Columbus because I wouldn't be here if it weren't for uh, Christopher Columbus. See, there you go. You know, Doug, people you start to you know.
3: acknowledge the significance of St. Uh, Roman Pollock's hog could fetch three first rounders. That's from there have been fingers, uh, Tom Tilly and Steve Tuttle for roars and Barber barbershop. Doug, you like that?
1: Oh. We have a winner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the winner right there. That's
1: the winner, Tom there Tilly is. and Mr. Six Three
3: Zero One One. He's the one
4: with the very fast golf cart. Oh yeah, Tuttle was the guy who skate nearly killed Clint Malarchuk.
2: Yeah, that's what he's going yep. for. How come every single week, you know, I listen to these names, and I'm like, can this guy help the blues? But all these guys have turned in their retirement papers. I I, I, (laughs) I sense a trend with these questions. We just long for the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's a good winner. So yeah, if you could grab some information, I'll I'll shoot them a book, and they can read about the uh, the glory days.
3: Jackson, that's Mr. 63011, who can get the book from JR. Okay. Douglas Jackson.
2: I think he's
1: back there muttering about bad refereeing on the road. Oh, is that right? He's upset about the Auburn loss.
3: Jackson, are you there, nurse?
4: Jackson, are you there, nurse? No. No, he's not.
1: Dog, is at at Jackson?
4: No. Uh-uh.
3: He ain't no, the No, he's second not in the all day, by the way. <laughs> JR, thank you so much for your time and for fielding the wonderful questions.
2: Oh, yeah, thanks. Tell uh, Aggie thanks for participating. Appreciate it.
3: Uh,
4: (laughs) it All right, rough scene. That's
3: Jeremy Rutherford brought to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, evergreenstl.com. Or give him a call, 314-889-0503, and you have it on your business card. I am the great communicator. Um, I'm thinking of putting it on there.
4: That's not you. That's Reagan. Mr. Gorbachev,
1: <laughs> tear down this wall. I was a four-year-old. He was campaigning. Yes. He stole my idea. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah.
4: it
1: happened. Right. Now you understand. Doug? Yeah.
4: This is right. All right.
1: Yeah. Grassi's actually wrote "Great Communicator" on my on my my takeout order. Oh,
4: did did you they get really? Get a meatball yeah,
1: sandwich. They did.
0: Oh, I I get meatball and steak. Yeah. Meatball and the, steak. Yeah. I wow, get two sandwiches. Shoot? Oh, well, I sandwiches. Eat, yeah. Eat one immediately. And then save one for the evening. That's that impressive. place is
1: unbelievable, it's man. It's walking distance for me. It's so much trouble. It's oh, dangerous. it's so choice. Mm.
3: Man, I'm going to have to get grassies now that you got oh, that I'm in my mind. I'm hitting it up today. Oh, it's so I, I hit it up. Oh, that's right. The new office is right there. Absolutely. You're right Walk by up. the shack.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, right in the middle, it's trouble. It's trouble. That's some good line. treats right there, Doug. Yeah.
4: Awfully yeah. hmm? tasty treats. I know my snacks. Harris's brother, Master. Yeah, he did. Same place.
3: What's that? Same place, where you, Doug was. Yeah, okay. Doug was in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Mark, I'd like your assessment of Betgate, please. That's from mm. Harrison's brother, Master. A Lannister
1: and a good <laughs> man always pays his debts. Own it. Lean into mm. it. Don't hide
3: from it. Why wouldn't? <laughs> just, but he owes like $7,000. Well, he owes 200. 250 yeah. But I'd kind of moved on. I never expected it. <laughs> now, what would have been interesting... Sounds like somebody's, like, banging on a what springy was that? bed.
0: That was, that was me. So right? like
1: one out I, I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting across from Plowsy gets me. <laughs> um,
3: if Joe or G-Unit or Gangster Pete would have won, that would have been interesting. Iggy having to pay Joe (laughs) Mm. would be a fly on the wall for that one. That would have been interesting.
1: Yeah, steam coming out of his ears. Mm. He's already crestfallen. Yeah, I would
3: love to see that Mm. reaction. It would break him. It really would. Let's make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is Mark Han, Evergreen Well Strategies, every Wednesday here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me in, guys. Very, all right. Thank I, you, you Hansy. Strategies. Uh, go 314-889-0503, evergreenstl.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Mark Han, Evergreen Wealth oh, that Strategies. Guy. And there's James Carlton, who's also wonderful. 314 uh, 961 Go online at carltoninsurance.net. net. Three hundred five-star reviews on Google. Now, here's one of those things. Doug, when did you start getting life insurance?
4: Oh, you Early. Heard? Yeah. Way back in my 20s. Really? Sharp yeah. move. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know that I bought the right product. Yeah. But, yeah, I paid monthly like 10 then it went up to like $25 a month. Yeah.
3: Smart play. Yeah. I think a lot of people, especially our audience, being a little younger, goes, ah, life insurance, I don't know. I don't think. But think about it. Especially if you're married, you have a young family, you're going, well, what happens if I were to pass away at a young age well you got to make sure your family is taken care of and that is an important thing it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily a pleasant thought but it's something that is important to make sure you get taken care of and as you just heard doug say it's really inexpensive but it is so valuable uh let james carlton take care of that for you 3149-6148 hundred or go online at carltoninsurance.net if your insurance costs a leg and an arm call james carlton State Farm. Michelob Ultra, the sponsor of our studios here on the program. Uh, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's Michelob Ultra, studio sponsor. And uh, we're beginning the process. I was emailing with Sean Barnes this morning about setting up the 2023 Fan Page Club Championship presented by Michelob Ultra. Can Chris Heck defend? I feel like he could defend. I feel like his game is good enough to defend and withstand the Oftentimes intriguing handicaps. Mm. I feel like he's a dangerous guy. What is his handicap? I think he was in the two to three range. But but his distance, when you bring the white tees in, is he ever going to be carrying anything more than a a wedge or a nine iron? Doug, let's pull up number five after the par three. Because if you're hitting into the wind out of the east... That's going to be a long second shot, even if you're a bomber. But if the wind is down, he's, I mean, he's wedge or maybe nine iron in every single par four, and he's going to be able to get there on a lot of the par fives and two. That's a guy who is a dangerous force in 2023. Fun to watch. Fun to have him in the field.
4: Fun, 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 fun.
3: Are we looking at uh, April? Uh, We are.
4: That's not far away. Month and a half. Yep. 60
5: today, Doug Sonny. Are
4: you going to play this year in the Fan Pen Club Championship? Well, I hope to. I've
5: played every year. Yeah. I don't know what would keep me out.
4: What will your handicap be this year?
5: Uh, right now it's
3: 17.6. <clears throat> anyway, think. I think I'm at 3.6. Got a
5: thing from Metropolitan yesterday, it's
3: 17.6. I'm dead money right now because I'll play more like, like an 8, but I'll be given a bunch of pops, or I won't be getting enough pops if I'm playing with guys who are better than me. I'm dead money, baby. Mm. Dead money. When is Stephen? Well it's Ballpark not your Village? fault, Tim. It's a, it's those other
5: guys' fault. I agree with you. Stephen Ballpark Village texted the other day and said he's at twenty five, he's ready to play again. Uh, if you want to play, I'll give you a three aside.
3: You take his money?
5: Yeah, I'll take his money. Well, he's the one it offered.
3: Uh Stephen Wildwood, the actions on you. How about this? Hunchback among Castle. If you have young kids, you need life insurance besides what work provides? Do the math. Seven times your salary won't last if your kids are under ten. Call James Carl.
4: Mm-hmm. He's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a nice cushion to to know that you have. Take care of the funeral and pay off some expenses. Maybe pay off the house.
3: Oh yeah, definitely should have that covered. Mm-hmm. But more than that. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know I wonder I have no idea. Guess I guess the information would be out there, like percentage of people 35 year old Americans give or take a couple years on either side who have life insurance I have no idea I just got it in my 20s glad that I did yeah. but I don't know I don't know how common it is speaking
4: I've, of I've... common I, I read the other day that there's more people in the United States that have a million dollars than have a six pack
5: well that's not hard to believe it's an overweight country and... <laughs> you yeah. know not really that hard to make a million dollars which now
3: for me it is but it's not hard for somebody to have a million dollars in the bank what percentage of the population has a million dollars and are we talking about what we're talking about net worth i gather because i can't imagine yeah probably lots and lots of people just like a million sitting around liquid but like with home equity combined with you know investments salary and dual income and
4: oh yeah there's a lot of people that have a million dollars now it, that used to be, wow, you're you're rich if you got a million. And now I think it's. What's, they what's say, the number to be rich? I think rich? 10 million is when you're 10 rich. 10 million? Now.
3: Yeah. Nice. Well.
4: And there's not many people with a six pack. You you're don't talking see abs. You're talking abs. Yeah. You're not yeah. talking about not like enduring. No. Just yeah, a we're... just a little fun fact. Just a really fun little fact. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: we're a, We're a fat country.
4: Yes, we are. Wealthy but fat.
5: More wealthy than fat.
4: Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. That's about a draw. I
5: mean, the fats are wealthy.
4: <clears throat> a lot of fats are wealthy, yeah.
0: you're uh, Usually those are the ones buying Amazon wish lists for, like, Jill Cassidy and Gabby Carter. What? The fats? I don't know if they're as wealthy as what you think. <laughs>
3: because they've seen their financials just destroyed <laughs> by OnlyFans. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Dude, those guys pay a lot of money to those strippers for Tiffany bracelets and Louis Vuitton bags. And...
4: They send them gifts thinking they're going to get something out of it?
0: I don't know what the thought process is, but yes. I think They
5: might cool. get a phone call. I mean, I follow quite a few porn stars.
4: On only uh, fans?
5: No, on Twitter and whatever. But Dillian Harper gets more gifts Dill, from her Dill. Amazon wish list <laughs> every week. Oh, well, thanks to one of my one of my fans who sent me this nice pair of Gucci shoes, or this nice dress, this nice bracelet, this nice laptop. They just keep sending stuff. I don't know what they're going to get out of it.
4: Well, if you're the girl, you might as well do it. Oh yeah,
5: she you knows. She knows they're, they're going to get it. I forgot which porn store. I think I asked at the AVNs one year. I forgot who I asked. What's the most expensive thing a fan ever sent you? She said a car. Really? Yeah, she, who was that? I can't remember. Because I asked that question to a lot of the girls. Um, she said, yeah, a guy sent me a car.
4: <laughs> nice. She
5: said I sold it and took the money and bought a cheaper car. But...
4: Well, people have given you gifts as well. You've had openings.
5: I don't ask for them. I don't have an Amazon wish list. What'd you
4: just put in your mouth?
5: Besides, <laughs> it, it, it snuck through the water.
4: Oh.
3: Oh, put it back in. Oh. Um, they're kind of a Larry King-like uh, EDF text inbox right now. There's a picture of Dillion eating a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dillian gets his door dashes, <laughs> gift certificates on um, mm-hmm. Amazon. Uh, Bobby Tejas is furious with Iggy uh, and his pronunciation of laptop. L A. P. LAP. Yeah, l well, I don't own one. So. Uh, how often I should you get... I do own one. It's still back in Jackson's studio. How often should you get new wedges? I'm a 20 handicap who plays an average of one and a half times a week. Kisses Jackie, baby. That's from There Have Been Fingers. Mm. That'll last you about 10 years. The predisposition for many to rely on equipment changes to improve their game is one of the most brilliant marketing byproducts of the golf equipment companies. It will not fix your crappy swing no. and lack of time or effort to practice. That's Thank they... you. And I am here again to be tasted. Oh, really... But I want you to continue to do that because then you'll be active in my Venmo. <laughs> mm. well,
5: that's why they come out with a new driver every year, every company. Right. Know it's amazing go how the new technology it. works out
1: every yeah, January. Yeah, they find
3: something new every year. Look, we got a new carbon. Just hit that slice a little little further. That's Carly had a Jamaican airbrush tee on her Amazon wish list. Nice of one of her fans to get it for mm-hmm. her. That's from KG and OT. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you just keep poking the bear. Go ahead.
4: Open the bear, poking the bear, poking Well, that's the bear. kind of what that was like. You got her a gift.
5: She asked me one day in the hall, can you bring this back for me? The one I have is all torn up and old. I need a new one. Can you get it for me? I said, I'll look for it. She asked me for a favor. I brought it back. Okay. That's, what, that's what friends do. Yeah. They don't make fun of people you take care of that are your coworkers. Mm. Of course, you wouldn't just know. People you say, one day I want to hold a panda bear. I've only been in the building <laughs> twice. So it's so just that people
4: said stuff. you could get it off Amazon real quick, and you have to go to Jamaica, take a hair I was care going.
5: It. So, so why? I mean, sure you could buy it, but I'm not sure it's going to say Jamaica on it. Oh. What do I care? Am I going to tell her that? I don't know. I don't know. Don't get angry. Am I going to tell her when she asks me? Yeah, go get it on Amazon. What are you asking me for? No, she's a friend. She asked for it. I got it. Yeah.
4: You came through that's in a big way. That's what you way. do with coworkers. Yeah.
5: You don't make fun of them. No. Of course, you've only been in the building twice. You probably haven't seen
4: her. Uh, no, I haven't seen her. Yeah. But if a coworker worker asks for a gift in Jamaica, you get a gift in Jamaica for that coworker. worker Well, that's
3: exactly what I did. Yeah.
4: The ice is back in your mouth again, too. Yeah, right? I just shoot it. All right.
3: Tim, I'm calling my shot now. People won't want to pay because Iggy isn't and didn't pay for pick six. That's from the weightlifting podcaster. What's he talking? I don't follow that. Maybe for the Just golf club my, championship. Oh, and you're not even in. If you don't pay, Mouth so vomit. You know, that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to be registered, but if you don't pay, you won't be able to play. Yeah, and I pay for that. I don't pay for golf.
5: Yeah, I'll throw that in your face. I put so in my, you show up I, at Gateway National and they say 50, it's free? I put in my 50 for the uh, prize fund, but I don't pay for golf.
4: How is it you get to play free out None there? None
5: of us paid for golf.
4: What do you mean by that?
5: I mean, me, Plowsy, Jackson, and Tim don't pay for golf at Gateway when we play in the Fan Page Club Championship.
0: Oh. Yeah, I'm saving my money for a STL City jersey.
4: <laughs> we all
5: put in the $50. dollars close. It's for the prize fund, but our golf is comped.
4: Biff is texting saying he's been calling in and no one's answering the phone. We're oh, no. posting emails, though. I
6: was uh, I was cutting audio, but um, Biff's got a call in earlier. Like, I'm, we can't take a Biff call at 9.40. Yeah, he says yeah. he's
4: been calling in all morning.
5: <laughs> no, he
6: hasn't. <laughs> he he texted me not.
4: at 7.33, so he's calling in nobody answering. So sad.
5: <laughs> he texted me at like 3 so o'clock in the morning the other day. When I got up in the morning, I saw, Piggy, can we get... Biffin Show back on Hubbard.
4: Yes. Oh, that'd be Yes. Nice. Yeah, they
5: don't do a lot of bartering here. They don't do a lot of buy your own airtime here. Oh, I would
3: do anything for Biffin's show to come back. Put that show on the weekends. Heck of a little program. Well, you poo pooing my radio show. I, just, I love the show. I mean you poo in my music show. Do both show? of them. I don't give a
5: damn. But uh, I love Biffin's show. A lot of work on the weekend for me.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, so it sounds like it's out now. I haven't even thought about it. Oh, okay. Why does
3: anyone but Tim care if he doesn't pay? Tim's smart enough to not be surprised he isn't going to pay him. I'm not surprised either. Why is everyone else? That's from the Slippery Turtle. Oh. Do you even listen to the show? I hate everybody. Have you
5: listened to anything we've talked about the last two days? I hate
3: everybody. (laughs)
0: You're so renamed. I mean, you keep
5: bringing this up. We talked about it yesterday.
4: And we talked about it today. We give you free that is entertainment. not even any of your free <laughs> hours <a day. laughs> we give you Wild entertainment <laughs> it was, especially the Explorer. So. Well, not even any and of your That was free. And
0: that's no charge for this. It's just a free app, yeah, about free I entertainment? Come, I
5: if I just come to your mailbox, and every time you get mail, I look at it. Ah, Look, his electric bill is late. <laughs> he didn't pay his electric bill. Hey, did you pay your electric bill? Nice. I called Amron. It's late. Pay it. Mm. Why don't you not worry about what I do?
4: Yeah, they shouldn't worry so much.
5: Oh, I got a call from
4: somebody is blowing up. I can feel Piggy's that phone. vibration Ziggy's on phone. my I gotta, side. I got a call table. from Springfield
5: coming in. It says valid number.
4: <laughs> oh, Springfield. They heard about you dissing them down there.
5: <laughs> it's a nine eight eight number. It's probably Jock Tom Ladd. What can I do for you? Well, you're a week late.
3: Yeah, uh, Slippery guys. Turtle says, I agree, it's not my business, but I can state that I'm not surprised that you're not paying your debts. That's from the Slippery mm. Turtle. And what are, what other debts have
5: I not paid that you're not surprised with?
3: Slippery Turtle, the action's back on and you. first of
5: all, it wasn't my debt.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> Fuck. <Flat laughs> He's going to try
4: to get his witness off the stand. <laughs> How could it possibly be anyone else's debt? Uh, do you listen to the show, too? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're the one who gets he... <laughs> to <the> play. <laughs> Stop being an ass, Doug.
5: I'm not even going to talk. I mean, it's, you've had one it of you're dumber than the other one. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Bill.
3: Tim, can I get your cell number? I'd like to text you when I'm trying to call in to tell mm. you I don't have the energy to talk to you. Thanks. That comes from an emotionally exhausted Carl Ellen call. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ellen is emotionally
3: exhausted at this point. (laughs) She called in a couple weeks ago and said she ruined the show with her call and that she was emotionally exhausted. That's what I believe that's Hmm. a reference to. We all listen to the show. Your excuse makes absolutely no sense. A man pays his bets. So Harrison's brother, Master, who who with Mr. Elix, is going to be deposing us all. Right.
4: You're not even responding at this point. Just gazing out the window. This topic's never going to end. No. no. Let it's me ask dead. you a question,
5: buddy. You went to college. Your dad paid your tuition. All right. <laughs> One month, you didn't pay your tuition for a six-month period. You didn't pay it for a semester. Are they? What happens if you didn't pay uh, dad? You didn't pay my tuition. I guess I got to pay it. Is that how it works?
3: Probably, yeah. Him. if I beat him in golf, I'll give you the money that Cletus gives me. Thanks, Steve. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
5: just make a date. I'll play you in less than 65 degree weather. I'll play you today if you want. Would you go oh! out there today? I'll go out the Gateway and play today. You're day.
4: feeling good about your game?
5: No, but I know his game. Oh, that's why I'm going to give him three aside. He said he was at 25, so I'll give you three aside.
4: Well, that's eight eight strokes worse off than you. When you have to give him four aside. That's nah, well. I don't know if he's twenty five. He doesn't have a handicap.
5: It's so like I take two off for not having a handicap.
3: Uh, okay. Slippery Turtle says, "I never used the term debt, but if you want to get into it, Iggy, you don't pay for golf. You use other people's money for bet backing, and you only pay for creepy presents for women who burn them after the witness video is finished." Oh, that's from the Slippery Turtle. <laughs> Even sound you haven't even listen to yourself. Just
5: how big of a douche you sound.
4: Oh no.
5: Why would I pay for golf if I don't have to? See what you don't understand is, is it's one of the perks of this business. We get free concert tickets. We get to play free golf.
0: I don't. These guys go. We
5: go we go on we go on trips where we do a show, we get free travel. It's one of the perks of this job. Just like you, at the end of the night, I'm sure you get to take home a lot of the chicken McNuggets again.
4: Mm. Oh. He career shamed him, Doug, right there.
3: <laughs>
4: that would be a nice perk—be able to take home the chicken. That's what I'm nuggets. saying,
5: but nobody's bitching. Hey, look—you at don't pay for your chicken McNuggets.
4: <laughs>
0: Basically, the listeners do free work and don't complain about it. They don't care about anything else. They, I, I, I don't know why these listeners are so adamant about. You know, they, if somebody said, "Hey, you can do this for free," do they go, "Oh, no, 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 no! I need to, I need to pay." Right. I know you want to give me free golf, but no, I do no, want please. to pay these greens fees. Yeah.
5: And I was fortunate enough to be friends with Jay Randolph Jr. Did fairways and greens with him for off and on fifteen years. We had a lot of connections with Smitty and Walter's Golf Manager. We got to play a lot of free golf, and I still play a lot of free golf. One of the perks. <laughs> of this job and knowing people. I'm not going to apologize for that. Nice. Iggy, you want to come out? We're going to take care of it. No, I'd rather pay. Mm. Well, if if
0: that's you, then you're an idiot. Oh. Sad fats might be the worst part of the show.
4: You think all these people complaining are fat? And sad, for sure. They hate their lives. Well, they hate the the program. (coughs) They didn't like the cooking segment. They didn't like the pink jersey talk. They certainly didn't like us bashing explorers. (laughs)
0: One bash and I just don't get the hype. Congrats, man. You want a cookie? I mean, you drew a map while you just followed a riverbed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus, man. That's all you did. Well. Congrats. I found a creek down at the...
5: Where's the place they used to bang the girls in the fort? Rip <laughs> off. Fort Melvin? I feel like that needs Melvin to be sure or something. I found a creek down coaster. there through the bushes. <laughs> I th- anybody know there's a creek here? Yeah. Do you call it Iggy's Creek? No. I, I found it.
4: Someone else had been there before you.
5: Well, nobody knew it was there. I found it. I'm going to call it Iggy's Creek. I stumbled across it. I wasn't looking for it.
0: Like, 99% of their exploration is them sitting in a boat. <laughs> I, I Probably not. I, again, like... What do you want me to say to that? Awesome.
4: How about thank you for risking your life and going out and mapping the entire western portion of the United States?
0: Okay, what did it do for me? It didn't do anything for me. Why well, thanking them? We have a global world map that we we don't need. Well, this
4: was this was like 220 years ago.
0: It was already there. They
4: just yeah, happened, it happened
0: to run of it. I don't know why we're still talking about it. <laughs> What we need to do
3: is talk about what uh, Longo Biggs has going on, Doug. C.D. Longo Uh, Longo Biggs, injury law, new sponsor here on the program. Just started this week. Got to know these uh, five gentlemen. C.D. and Doug. What's that again? I love the name. Longo Biggs. C.D. Longo. Doug Biggs. These are loyal TMA listeners and they are on board with the radio program. Local guys, as a matter of fact, grew up in South City, grew up in South County, and uh, a lot of people don't know what to do if you get injured. It is a confusing process. What they do is they take the hassle out of your hands. Now, a lot of these big law firms you hear from all over the country, what their goal is to do is to get you in with one of the names who you see or hear on television or radio podcasts, and then all of a sudden, when the time comes, you're working with somebody who's new, and the goal is to just get a settlement, and then move on. Turn and burn. Turn and burn. Turn and burn. Well, you're always going to be able to get a hold of the CD or Doug at Longo Bigs, and they only get paid if you get compensation, and they will go to trial. The goal isn't to just get a settlement. The goal is to get their clients the most that they can if you have been wrong. They get to know their clients personally and understand how injuries affect all aspects of their life. Giant out-of-state law firms don't care about their reputation in the community. These guys do because they are living in St. Louis and they have built their own firm on their reputations. If you are hurt, you need to do what's best for your family. Longobigs.com is where you go. L-O n g o b i g g s dot com l o n g o b i g g s dot com, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Think about that.
4: Now, yeah. what are you thinking? Yeah, I would never do that.
3: C D Longo, mm-hmm. Doug Biggs. Biggs. Right. Longo, Turn and Biggs. burn. Turn That's and burn is what the, the big. But they book don't is. do. They won't do it. No. Uh, Bill's wife just sent in a picture of Dillian Harper caption needed please take my breath away sorry for late post lost time lost track of time at the beach I don't get it oh and then under it's from Kenny Strode gorgeous my friend that's uh, sent in by Bill's wife well thank yeah. you I don't know why you sent it I know I sent it I know what I said I don't yeah. want you had to remind us
5: and throw it in
4: there you two are tight Bill's that's wife
5: it. She's she's she likes a lot of my post and I just respond to hers
4: yeah.
5: I'm sure she likes seeing that gorgeous my friend Sure made her feel happy. Mm-hmm. And you got a problem with that, Bill's wife? You
4: cut that off. <laughs> you still holding out hope that you might meet up with Dillian again someday?
5: I'm sure I'll see her at some point.
3: <laughs> the last five minutes of the show have been exhausting. Tim, are you reconsidering that New York or Denver job offer? Mm. That's from Mrs. Janney Shanahan. Doug, I don't think so at this point. Well, I think, I think the, offer's off the reputation. It's been yeah. 15 years on the New York deal. <laughs> I don't know if it's still out there. The guy, I, uh, the guy, I turned it down and then wound up taking the job. His name's Kirk Jimenez, and I, if I'm not mistaken, he ran into some problems where he got... I think he tweeted out what he thought were texts to uh, a friend of the feather, a lady friend of the feather. Yeah. And then that caused problems.
4: Well, it would. No, I think normally if you get a job offer... They'll give you 15 or 18 years to come back and accept it or turn it down. That's
3: the statute of yeah. yeah. Good morning. Are Bill's wife and Bill's hole connected in any way? Thanks, Flip Wilson. Doubtful.
5: Not, not that Deathful. I
6: know couldn't
4: of.
3: Couldn't tell you. They're
5: both fake anyway, so what's the matter? I
6: think Bill's wife is a female. Really? Douthful.
5: Yeah. yeah, I'd actually bet it.
4: Why? But, wow. What makes you think that?
5: I just, that's what I think. It's unusual for women to take shots at me on the show. Women usually love your style. You've got suave. Well, they kind of get the show, so they have no problem
3: with who I am. Yeah. God, Jackson, I'm probably going to owe you $20 on that cardinal bet. Mm-hmm. How can we prove, though, that Bill's wife's that's a man the, or a woman? That's the problem. Because I'd be interested in betting it.
5: Call the number and see who answers.
3: Well, I mean, it can be... Yeah, I'm, I've I've been fooled every time Timmy the Tickler
6: calls, and I actually think it's whatever goofy name he mm-hmm. gives me.
3: You know, it's like hey, we're easily
6: duped. He's like hey, it's Fred. I'm like oh, Fred's on the line. Why don't you say Timmy the Tickler?
5: I don't know. I I get fooled. No, I get why duped. doesn't he just say that? <laughs> I told him Fred, it's me.
4: He enjoys putting it's not that like on. Not like we're not going to get when we answer here. the phone.
6: Yeah, some people are just like that. You know, Get reps in. This guy's a weasel. <laughs> yeah, but I'm fully confident that Bill's wife is actually a female. Wow. I don't know if God, she's married cast. to Bill, but. <laughs> I
3: just can't imagine, like, a female sitting around listening no. to the show for three hours and texting in throughout, and that's what Bill's wife no, does.
4: not a female. I can see it. Why? Who would do that? Women are smarter
6: than that. Maybe she's a bored housewife. I don't know what she does for a living, but I'm, I'm you
4: know. How bored do you have to be to listen to this and hear us trash Lewis and Clark?
3: <laughs> Re-bored. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. How hot was Buddy Zachary's dad? The dude was fat and he was wealthy. So I set my eyes on Hone e Early. Coney Ely? It says, I set my eyes on H O N E space E A R L Y. I say Coney Ely just for fun. Yeah, from Princess Brain. Great marriage oh, I love material. That movie. I decided to make my move at Burger Chef and Jeff, and Jeff after our indoor soccer game. I wanted to show him how flexible I was. So I put my foot on the counter and I was like, "Mr. Robinson, could you help me take off my shin pads?" As he did, I slid my crotch area against his hand. Oh, he was so turned on and went behind the fry vat. <laughs> oh. I thought for sure I had tricked him into marrying me. And that is a story of how I find out you can't get pregnant in your butt, oh, even if your penetrator doesn't work. Oh, come on, <laughs> Jackson, you let that get through?
5: You made a Coney Ely reference. I where thought. did a honey Ely go, and where did Mr. Robinson come from?
3: Greg Robinson, great draft pick, second yeah. overall
4: pick. No, didn't turn out
3: that great. Right. So maybe a year you and a half. You put Greg Robinson on the left tackle, Jason Smith on the right tackle. Mm. And Doug... You're set for years. Nope. A couple weeks, anyway. That comes from Chief. The first name is Doug, and then the last name is Zaho. Chief Doug Zaha. Just say it. You want to talk about a team who fails to make the big move for a World Series win? Hmm. Well, keep the San Luis Cardinals out your damn mouth. I suppose 15 consecutive winning seasons means absolutely nothing you want ballsy player moves? Not one other GM would have the balls to hold on to all the potential Hall of Famers and the minors and pass on proven players like Soto and Harper. Oh, and I guess you conveniently missed Newt Bar's bomb on the fifth pitch of BP the other day. Obviously, he's established. Who will the rest of the starting outfield be on opening day? Well, I don't know that yet, but I do believe in it. 12 and 23, that's from Connor McDard. Mm. Connor McDard. Speaking of Bryce Harper, did you see
4: that video yesterday of him walking to the airport? Uh-uh. Somebody came up and wanted an autograph, and he didn't have a pen, so Harper gave him his left shoe. <laughs> gave him his left was, shoe, and Harper was walking around the airport with one one shoe on. How about that?
0: And I this is the guy that. we couldn't sign.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can will never get
0: over
3: mm.
4: it. Ever get over
3: it? Tim is fishing buddies with him. I was out oh, playing one night, yeah. and he was fishing on uh, late at night. That no, was that twenty eighteen. I don't know the years, Tim. He was yeah. friend, he's friendly as the day is long. Yeah, yeah I've after, heard that. What he was catching? Uh, He said it's a great spot. Uh, have you played that? It's the Fazio course at PJ National, number eleven. I've never. Number fished twelve,
5: there. par five, very Ooh, gettable. There's a lot of fishing spots out there on those golf. That was courses. his spot. Yeah, I saw him there a couple different times. He couldn't have been
3: friendlier. Hmm. Didn't
5: give me a shoe. No, you didn't have, ask. Probably have lived in it. Here, here's a lure.
3: Can't wait to tune in to the Radio DJ Fantasy Camp Sponsored by Ass St. Louis Acura And Souter Appraisal Where a 65 year old gets to come in And learn what hitting the post means While playing a unique mix of 50 year old classic rock As well as songs by younger attractive female artists That the host has been lusting after Since they were teenage stars in the Disney Channel Mm. Now I have a bone to pick With a bunch of people who I worked with In another city 20 years ago Who didn't return my voicemails Where I vaguely asked for a favor Without providing any specifics You see I'm accustomed to being able to hook up my relatives with tickets that were supposed to be awarded to listeners, and I figured I'd use my celebrity status to cash in a favor from a place I haven't worked for two decades. But those MFers didn't even call me back. Mm. Could they be harboring resentment because I regularly trash one of their beloved colleagues on air? Or perhaps I'm just not as big of a deal in that other city as I like to think. Or maybe it's 2023 and people just don't return voicemails vaguely promising to ask for a favor. Anyway, I'm going to remember this, and I do remember things. Well, except for the time I was was booked to call into a radio show, but forgot and effectively faded the same people who I'm irrationally pissed at for not returning my voicemails. Thanks for the history lesson, Colombo. Hmm. Buckswope! Oh,
4: wow. <sighs> nice little email from Buckswope.
3: Morning, guys. You'll forgive me if this isn't my typical lighthearted email. For today is not a day of laughter. Normally, I'd shoot a quick email about Iggy being urinated on, followed up with a joke about the guy that sat Indian-style rocking himself back and forth behind a stack of bedazzled bowling balls while Iggy made his wife vomit. But not today. Hmm. Today, I'd like to pick a uh, bone. To, uh, so clear the lines and put your tray tables in the upright position because I'm about to crash this presentation. Yesterday, immediately following my second nap, which is conveniently positioned right in the middle of most people's work day. <laughs> I took it upon myself to inconvenience five people I haven't spoken to in ten plus years with a barrage of unsolicited phone calls demanding free tickets to the Springfield Bolarama laser tag tournament. And wouldn't you know it, not a single phone call back. Apparently these people don't know what happens to those that cross me because old <laughs> the East Road here never forgets. So let me remind you of my kill shot resume. When Lana Rhodes ignored my two hundred and fifty follow-up tweets asking if she saw my first tweet. <laughs> did I just let it go? Nope. I ruined her career by planting evidence in a text line of a local radio show. So Tim would have to see it after asking him to scroll up six times. And then he acknowledged the picture of her before quickly moving on to a new topic Mm -hmm. because it was weird and kind of obsessive behavior. Checkmate, Lana. When Prod Joe texted Tim to tell him that he thinks I'm being a weasel by not honoring a gambling debt nobody ever expected me to pay just to get a rise out of me, did I let it slide? nope, I went on a rampage and obsessively scrolled his Instagram account that I'm not following to prove just how little I care about the four artsy photos of his shower beers and the two beautifully lit photos of his apartment and that other strikingly handsome selfie of him skiing in the mountains with friends and family. TKO, douche. Oh. When KG town tried reviving Pepper and Genie with material sponsorship dollars and a newfound groundswell of support that all started after he voluntarily spent his free time making TikToks to support me, did I let him make me money? Nope. What I did was critique his work ethic. And then, as a final nail in the coffin, I volunteered to do a free job where I'd spend my weekend coming into the studio to play music nobody wants to hear instead of accepting the sponsorship dollars to reboot Pepper and Genie. Rest in peace, bitch. (laughs) So to those of you who didn't return my call, you will rue the day you met me. If you did indeed remember who I am, and sure, there are still some details needing to be worked out, but rest assured, when the time is not right, I will act hesitantly, and ineffectively, making you look the fool in theory, but not in practice, in front of up to three people, including myself, and in a forced, sloppy, blink-and-you'll-miss-it type of revenge. Thanks. Gotta get home to watch a pirate show.
4: Mm. Gotta go home to watch a pirate show. Good email, except for the Nice little lies. Me and Plaza still waiting
5: to put the
3: spots uh, for the sponsors <laughs> yeah. in the Pepper and Genie show. Doug, that's what we have for the design air, heating and well, cooling email today. What you, I, got. you
4: know, Buck Swope has been on a roll, and he delivered a, another haymaker of an email today. But I got to go with the last fella, because he went into a little bit more detail. Got to go home to watch a pirate show. Gets my vote.
5: Uh, They they all kind of sucked. <laughs> oh. Not the uh, last fella. I'm going to go with Doug's
3: a whore. Oh, whatever. <laughs>
4: Chief Doug Hosea.
3: I'm Gotta Go Home to Watch the Pirate oh. Show. <laughs> okay, sure. I thought he'd win that. Congratulations. You have won the designer heating and cooling email today. Jackson and I are going to go down the hall and deal with it. Uh, John Mazalak was on with Randy Character and Kerry Davis. Uh, so we'll have some of those clips. Darren Pang is going to join us. He watched the video of the five of us uh, playing Chris Nagel. And he and Patty Maroon are next. And so mm. we'll talk about that and also talk about the Blues and the uh, trade deadline and uh, last night's victory as well. That's coming up on Balloon Party on 101 ESPN, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Time for us to shut it down, for the plug for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly morning after closing out the Maggie O'Briens. Nine o'clock hour from the Michelob Ultra Studios.